0: Check, 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 check. Hi, and welcome to the Art and Science Punks Podcast, where Robbie and I talk about art, science, engineering, technology, and how we play with those things in our day-to-day lives. I'm one of your punks, Kate Stenzinger, and with me tonight and every night is my amazing punk partner.
1: Hi, I am Rob Stenzinger.
0: Tonight we are going to talk about great creative projects.
1: Hmm. Great. 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 Great creative creative projects like
0: the good ones.
1: Like uh, who, who's picking the great? Like how we feel about them, I assume, right? Like yes. Projects. Okay, gotcha. So, your own so personal it's almost pro- like reflecting. And, yeah. yeah. Gotcha.
0: So your own personal projects um, that you've worked on um, in recent times, I'm going to be really generic and general mm-hmm. here, in recent times, mm-hmm. uh, projects that you've worked on that have really connected for you, mm. things that um, you really enjoyed. I think, um, you know, last last time episode twenty, we we got kind of serious and we talked about, you know, how hard it can be to do this. Yeah. Um, so I thought let's do something a little a little lighter, a little more fun, a little yeah, um, that's uh, that's silly fun. perhaps. It
1: does sound fun and like recent times. Um, and for some reason, I'm picturing like so the opposite of that would assume like somehow there's like a ye olden times isn't that like a a theme restaurant. You know, olden times. Yeah, I'm thinking, I've not eaten there. No, it's um, I might be thinking of the second Bill and Ted's adventure, right? Movie where oh. I think that if I'm remembering this correctly, they actually have like a scene at one of those like uh, medieval medieval uh, Restaurant. themed restaurants. Yeah. yeah, where you know you got a big tankard and you got some some food and and, and people jousting. You got some mead jousting. in your tankard. I think I think the tankard d- does have mead or um you know like a, a a an all ages mead themed fizzy thing you know
0: Sure sure and and when you said ye olden times I don't know why but I immediately thought of Strongbad Did they have like a ye olden times restaurant or scene
1: Gosh I I just, uh, I don't think so and this is this is interesting because yeah, clearly my my repetitive watching is is now failing me because I, I just haven't been as, as uh re watching. I'm gonna say it had to have been referred to. Yeah. At some point. But like I don't know if it was a whole bit. That's okay. a, that's where I'm gonna go with my fuzzy recollection.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna look it up later. Nice. I think there was a Yield in Times. There is the wiki where they went to that one of those like, you know, restaurants.
1: Yeah. And so there's a HR Wiki, uh, if that's still around. All right, right we'll H- find out. Yeah, and it's not like HR Wiki, like, like Business Times HR Wiki.
0: No, it's not like Human Resources. It's yeah, Homestar it's, Runner. Like, Homestar run, Runner. Yeah, Wiki. yeah, different kind of HR.
1: But anyway, th- that's where you're g- you're going to find the scoop.
0: All right, I will find the scoop there. Mm-hmm. Any other great creative projects of other people's we <laughs> want to start with?
1: Well, I did used to have. Um, The home, let's see, the the CD, and my CD alarm clock that I used for quite a few years. (laughs) Those were in the olden times. Yeah, Strong strong Bad Sings. And um, that, uh, and I would wake up for every day for about, what, a year and a half?
0: I think we did for like a year and a half.
1: And to, uh, I got- uh, The cheat is not
0: bad. The cheat is not dead.
1: The cheat is not bad, and also the cheat is not dead. The cheat is
0: not dead, sorry.
1: (laughs) Awesome song. I'm going to say, so one of the reasons to mention this stuff is to actually link to it and hope people click on it in the show notes.
0: Click on it. You won't be disappointed. Mm-mm. Fantastic. Um, okay, so what about your creative projects? Mm. So thinking of more recent times, not ye olden days, but more recent times, um, what are some projects that for you have been a lot of fun and why? Otherwise, it's going to be a really short podcast if you just like list two projects and, yeah. and then go back to you, Kate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was this one time where that thing, what do you think? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's actually, yeah, not a problem to, to dig deeper into this stuff. Um, okay. So fun, recent times, creative project. I, I'm going to pick Inktober.
0: Oh, Inktober. Sure. Yeah. When was that?
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> so there is a um, there one of the months seems to like just get a lot of uh what what did they call that? A portmanteau? When you take two oh, words, what happened to you? <laughs> Port portman, portmanteau? I don't I don't know. Uh, it where it's when you did take you a word, stub it. Yeah, it's well verbally maybe. Uh, A portmanteau is when you take, um, whatever, you take two words and you make it, you know, make a third word where you're like, um, it's just, it's, it's not my desk at lunch, it's my lunch desk. It's my. You know, that's
0: the new, that's the new trend with getting married. Oh, what? Yeah. You take the two last names and make a third one.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: We could have been Rob and Kate portmanteau.
1: (laughs) 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 Okay. um. So, yeah, what was I, so getting back to um, Inktober, Inktober, because it gets a Rocktober, it gets sort of a whatever, lots of tober, Shocktober, Shocktober, sure, exactly, Um, and uh, because no one does that to June, right? There's no like Ink June, right? Now
0: you're making June feel bad.
1: June, whatever, right? I mean, it's just June. But ink, but October gets a lot of uh, gets a lot of um, remixing. Anyway, so yeah, Inktober is this. Um, it's this uh, creative challenge. It's a 30, 31 day thing started by uh, I think Jake Parker, and uh, it's it's saying, well, put some you know using natural media, do a drawing every day, and it's mm-hmm. not like a lot of prescription. It just put some ink on a page every day, share your work. And, uh, you know, I think one of those things is like do it with a hashtag. So it's more findable and all that sure. kind of stuff.
0: And it, there's a community of mm. it, right? When you're all totally hashtagging and sharing. Yeah. and
1: It's a it's a very natural thing with, with, uh, with especially because you get curious. So it's like you put a hashtag in your post and uh, it's pretty trivial to, to, to click on it and all of a sudden see what, what else is happening with that same thing. And that's one of those months where you will probably come across a lot of really fun, interesting work.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That, that other people are. Are, th- are up there, there are a couple other ones going on at the same time? Inktober and.
1: Well, uh, October is. Um, I, I I think there are a few different drawing challenges. Oh yeah, draw Halloween.
0: Drawloween.
1: Yep, yeah, that's another one for, for October. And
0: isn't that the one that they give you a prompt each day?
1: Yeah, that's what I've seen. And I yeah. forget who sort of kicked that one off, but I've seen there's kind of like different folks will then, prescribe a Halloween list.
0: And then is there is 30 characters still happening? And is that in October?
1: I, it's uh, It might be still happening. I haven't really kept up like last year in particular. Last couple of years, I've kind of fallen out of that one. But that typically happens in November. As the as oh. the a, f- a few other creative challenges, so
0: tell me what other happened. What other ones happened in November?
1: Well, there's I think the one of them that really kicked it off was um, Nano Rymo, right? National, um, Nano National Novel Right in a month or something like that. And
0: oh, like where you write a novel in yeah, a month? Yeah,
1: so there's they have a certain sort of recommended quota. I cannot
0: even fathom that.
1: Yeah, well, it's a creative, creative channel.
0: Mine would be a pretty short novel.
1: Sure, it was a dark and stormy Um uh,
0: It would probably no. Mine would be more along the lines of "Once upon a time, mm. they lived happily ever after." I wouldn't even get oh, so far as dark baloney. and stormy.
1: So, w- there's a um, yeah. I I know for sure you you have done lots of improv storytelling because uh we've got a couple of those in our family that we practice from time to time oh that's true yeah so maybe yeah
0: with a prompt i'd probably do all right yeah anyway let's go back to where we started i'm sorry i kind of wandered far far off the path no
1: this it's this has been a fun yeah fun wandering
0: promotion of a bunch of events
1: Yeah, oh, I'm going to make go. this
0: podcast have as many links as possible in it. Actually,
1: I think I'm I I'm starting to get link saturated. <laughs> Meaning my 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 task in the near future is going to be to re-listen to this and get all and the And write all the links down. And now so I'm let's talk about link regret.
0: Let's talk about Inktober and what is it about Inktober that was um satisfying for you?
1: Okay. Let's see. You mentioned one of the things which is having um having a sort of a a group of people going through it at the same time. Mm, sure. And so you're sort of inherently, um, there's a, there's a built in incentive to sort of take a look around and, um, enjoy, which is, which is a lot of fun. Yeah. So, um, the and cross promote com- community and- aspect. Yep. Celebrate one another's work. That's really fun. Um, and, uh, the other thing is, is to have a, I enjoy like a daily creative output that is public and kind of unencumbered with other creative stuff, right? Because my opinions are my own. I have a day job and all that kind of stuff, right? Where there's a lot of stuff that, you know, I and other folks who, you know, are would, you know, maybe in certain circumstances would love to share more things frequently. But like, you're not, that's not a common in my observations set up for, for a lot of different day jobs. So you, you know, so you you can't really share what you're currently working on. Some sure. Right. But then all of a sudden there's this thing where it's totally shareable and that's, that is fun. And to, um, go through sort of, uh, like a, like a really tiny creative, like whole cycle of, Mm -hmm. I don't know what, what should exist. What, what should I make? Make, you know, make that thing, explore it, maybe some sketching, couple iterations, but it's so compressed.
0: Yeah. It's every day.
1: And then you finish it and you release it. And somehow when you release it, you, you, um, shout it out in a way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's a,
1: that's a nice complete cycle making and sharing a thing.
0: Yeah. Um, do you find, so for Inktober it's 30 days, it's every single day and you've done several of these. Yes. I mean, you've done Inktober, you've done lots of them, lots of different Mm -hmm. ones, uh, styles of this.
1: Art Sound Off.
0: Art Sound Off. I mean, just, yeah, the list goes on.
1: 30 30 classes in 30 days.
0: Keep naming them, you're going to have to keep linking to them.
1: (laughs) No, (laughs) 30 characters in 30 days. But my question
0: Uh, is, um, so speaking of the most recent Inktober that you're talking about and that feeling really satisfying, Mm -hmm. um, is it still a challenge
1: there are variables. And so, what
0: aspect of it is, is a challenge?
1: Okay. So I have successfully completed a couple of Inktobers already. Mm-hmm. And so this last one is the the one in particular I'm pointing out based on your prompt. And I chose to go in a wider variety of formats and to try different kinds of um, inking that I've not tried oh, before. Oh, Sure so inspired so by, really
0: intentionally mm-hmm. broadening your style choices.
1: Uh, yep, exactly. And uh bringing in different tools that are not my normal day-to-day and saying this will be neat to just sort of jump in, get some get some experience with them. And uh like I've been I was really inspired by uh some work. I mean, it's it, it's been a long time and if if Kim Holm does listen to this, hmm. uh that's awesome. Thank you, Kim. Uh so Kim Holm is this artist that uh it you know works out of Norway and is uh incredibly talented. Such a, an amazing Fantastic like natural artist. media sketcher yeah. and he'll do this work where he'll go he'll go to concerts and sort of like live sketch bands and capture these moments that are um so powerful and expressive. And then, and anyway, he, I love his work. And, um, one of the things in sort of, um, you know, connecting with him in the early days of lean into art, um, I see how he does, um, he'll, he'll make sort of natural media textures and use sort of ink splattering and ink oh, washes yeah. yep. and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's a, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, as far as, um, adding, um, intensity or expression and yeah, background. Yeah, he really
0: and, has some skill with how to use some of those different texture.
1: So, yeah. And so I thought, you know what? I, I, it's, I've been wanting to do something with that for mm-hmm. so long. You know what? I'm going to just throw that in. Cool. Throw it into the mix. And so I know, like, I may not gain a, a ton of skill with it, but I'll at least um, connect with it in a deeper way.
0: And explore it, yeah
1: mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, there you go, inktober is like a really fun one, and it's but but now I, i'm i'm I have explored plenty, like I'm really curious about you what's like what is your creative project that you are looking to um like highlight as a, a particularly um satisfying fun
0: mm-hmm I've got a couple of them that come to mind. And as I was thinking of the topic tonight and thinking it through, I think, um, and it's not as recent as as your Inktober one, but um, the one that really came to mind and popped for me is the work on This Panda Needs You. Oh, and so I really enjoyed that creative project. And for folks that don't know, This Panda Needs You, I think we've talked about it on the podcast before. I'm sure we have. Yeah. Let's,
1: um, let's do a little refresher.
0: Yeah. It's a, it's a video game that Robbie and I developed together. Um, and it's an all ages game, but I think of it more as kind of focused on the younger, you know, child set. So, you know, you're, I would say, a skilled two-year-old, you know, two to probably 10, you know, is probably mm. really going to enjoy the game. Um, but it's in all ages. I mean, I, I play it. I enjoy it. Um,
1: but what I really... Well, did... and, like, when we had it set up at... Um, oh, uh, yeah, when we had it set up at con. the works. Yeah, and... Well and, well, well, and the works, right? So, yeah, yeah I was thinking 2 con last year. I, I, was a, I, I have mentioned this before on, on other shows, but, like, seeing people dressed up in, like, Full cosplay, like, yeah. um, oh gosh, what what is the character from Devil May Cry? Um, oh, I can picture totally it, but yeah. Totally escaping me, right? With big, giant foam sword. Super, like, demo. Yeah. Big, spiky hair. Like, but clearly, you know, a, an amazing cosplayer, you know, also out to entertain and whatnot. Right. But you think, like, oh, this person's not totally into playing around with the... Uh, this cute, cute panda stacking blocks. Right. Yeah. So I, I, have, you know, we, we've seen, we've witnessed how this appeals to a Yeah, broader all ages. Age Absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah. Same thing when we were at the works and, and doing the game dev day, mm. um, you know, I would have kids come in and game test and that went all the way up to, you know, teenagers. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, what was funny is the kids would be game testing and the parents would be over their shoulder either trying to play the game or give, you know, pointers. So yeah, absolutely all ages. (laughs) Um, But what I really, what I really enjoyed about that process was really seeing the game development, the game design process and build from end to end. Um, And I didn't, I mean, I will very much self-disclose. I didn't do any of the heavy lifting. I, I had um, a lot of the concept and ideas and then worked on a lot of the level design, Mm -hmm. but you did all of the art and sound and music and, Coding. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I credit you as co-designer.
0: Yeah, so it was yeah. a design. It was a design piece, but it was mm-hmm. really fun to kind of as we would work through, and then the, even in the testing, you know, where there was some, you know, when we were trying to play around with the physics engine, and you know what percentage complete had to be complete, you know, and <laughs> some was... of, some of the levels, it was hysterical mm-hmm. where you know you would stack the blocks in the exact order, but if it was off just a tiny bit, it would just sit there, and you'd just be with the blocks to get it to kind of tell you you won the level mm. or you would just touch a block and it'd be like hooray you won and it would move to the next level and you know so we really had to play with those um
1: <laughs> yeah level alg- by level algorithms are funny that way
0: yeah and so it's I really like, enjoyed oh, that wait
1: a minute How is this being scored and yeah that was yeah being on the other other side trying to figure out that that stuff is is great working with um just you know your fresh perspective and and you know I'm all at at that point really stuck in the like how is this being scored in that whole yeah you know block relationship algorithm i was working on
0: yeah so for me i really enjoyed that creative um project from the standpoint of um i got to learn new skills yeah. i got to learn a whole new process and you know just from the standpoint of i hadn't done game design before hmm. um so yeah that was i think one that was really um, satisfying to me. And then to obviously to see it um, complete and come to fruition and, and be out there in the world was really cool, is really cool. Hmm.
1: Yeah, well, I hope it's not our last one we work on together.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Like what was, um? <clears throat> the, let's see, what about uh, the, huh, what was hard about it? I mean, so that took like a long time to make. I mean yeah. Was it the...
0: Um, what was hard about it? Yeah. Mm.
1: And yet somehow still was fun. And
0: yeah, I mean, there were definitely challenges. I mean, I think the physics engine, we laughed a lot when, you know, kind of working through that. But at times I think it was really frustrating. <laughs> um, I think some of the level design was hard because mm-hmm. I, you know... Um, mm-hmm somebody you know either myself or you or you know we did have our oldest helping too with some of the level design would come up with a really cool design Mm -hmm. and just for some reason or other it wouldn't work when we you know would try and code it in there was some things that just um was a cool idea but when you actually went to try and kind of physically build it and, and game with it it wasn't it just wasn't the right um, design And so kind of had to be having to go back to the drawing board with a couple of design ideas.
1: Well, some, yeah, some levels it would be like, oh, you're trying to manage so many shapes. Yeah. And that got to be this difficult um, organization task and like, well, there's only so much space on the screen. How do I set these aside yet stack some of the, of the others up and not have them all bonk into each other and cause it to fall apart? Yeah yeah and then hopefully it actually gets scored correctly by you know the algorithm, right, yeah yeah,
0: so I think there were some challenges with some with some of those you know kind of mm. level things, and I can remember there being one or two you know that we'd get really attached to, and it just wouldn't it wouldn't play the way we wanted it to play yeah um so yeah but i mean i don't I don't remember there being a lot of the other thing I remember as as a challenge I don't know if you recall this or not is I traveled a lot for work. In oh. the early days of it, yeah. I remember sitting in airports and working on level design. Oh, right. Yeah. And for some reason that, um, I don't know if that made it more difficult or, or easier, if it just gave me kind of something to focus on during travel.
1: That's funny. Yeah. I think, I mean, the, I do find I often have a little bit of a extra think time. Yeah. Waiting for Waiting for your flight and all that kind of stuff.
0: Doing the massive stand in line and then stand in line again.
1: <clears throat> yeah, that's that is travel. But um, one thing that, that uh, I know this was your example, but it made me want to do more of those kind of projects with you. Mm. And you know,
0: well, that's funny. And, and I don't mean this to be a leading question, but mm. I was going to ask you. Um, in general, do you prefer to collaborate or work solo on your creative projects? Because now I think we've have an example of each, right? Where Inktober is something you very much do on your own. Mm. Um. <clears throat> although I might be over your shoulder once in a while. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, and you know,
1: sometimes I have a drawing in progress, and I just—it's fun to get a reaction. Yeah. To see, like, you know, hey, check this out. Yeah. And okay, so and then
0: the other, of course, yeah. um, this panda needs you being a, a collaboration project. Mm-hmm. But just in general, what is your what's your preference?
1: Oh, I think.
0: That's a totally unfair question for me to ask.
1: No. I mean, I I think I do enjoy collaborating a lot. It is um, not easy to set up a collaboration that works on all the levels that it may need to work when it comes to um, project funding, ownership, and like if you're doing it for sale and all that kind of stuff. It'd be be amazing if it were easy to do that kind of thing. Um, So... Hmm. Um, if you, it depends, it depends on, uh, let's see.
0: Should I ask it in a different way? Yeah, sure. Okay. What type of projects do you prefer to work on alone? And then what type of projects do you prefer to collaborate on?
1: I like, I like to work on small things alone Uh and then big things with other people.
0: Oh, that's cool. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense.
1: That's the pretty, yeah, highly condensed answer to that question. I like it. Okay. I I don't know. Like, are we thinking about jumping over to our picks? Oh, I love it. Let's do picks tonight. All right.
0: Do you want me to go first?
1: Yeah, you go first. I'll go first with picks tonight.
0: I have that art pick tonight. Oh cool. And I will start I will preface my art pick by saying is I might be a little early on my art pick and I'm guaranteed to do this pick at least one more time.
1: What? Yeah.
0: I'm just gonna cheater cheater pumpkin eater right now. What
1: kind of riddle is this? I
0: know. Do you wanna guess what my art pick is? It's a riddle. It's a riddle. It's June seventeenth and eighteenth of two thousand and seventeen.
1: It's um a2K?
0: Yeah. So my art pick tonight is the Ann Arbor Comics Art Comic Arts Festival. Um, again, that's June 17th and 18th of 2017. This is um, what I've always known as Kids Read Comics, um, which I know has been renamed now for a couple of years, but I'm old school. Um, and so I call it um, Kids Read Comics still in my brain. And this is a fantastic um, comic art festival that's put on in Ann Arbor, Michigan um that we've gone to a number of times you've gone to several times and i've Mm -hmm. gone to a couple of times um and it's just a a great program a lot of fantastic comic artists go fantastic programming where you can do some hands-on learning kids can do a lot of hands-on learning um they can meet some of their favorite you know authors and artists of um different books and you know, it's just, it's a lot of fun. And I think there's always something new and fresh and interesting to see at A2CALF.
1: Uh, can I double down on that? No. <laughs> it's your pick.
0: <laughs> yes, of course you Step can. Step off the it's pick. Your, it's, of course you can. And you've got, you know, you've had much more experience. You've actually taught at a 2 caf many years. So, um, yeah, go for it.
1: Well, it is an event that... I, I cannot say that it's, um, it, I, I wish I went to more a wide, like a wide variety and lots of travel for, you know, purely comics related events, but, but alas, I don't yet. I know like just seeing firsthand the kind of, uh, the, the incredible caliber of the community that, both attends and um is is sort of being the 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 um comic artists and and the sharers of their work mm, yeah it it is amazing to see this um this event where like a lot of people go will go through the doors and whatnot but yet it's like kind of it's it's yet a small enough and intimate enough of event, of an event where you can meet like all sorts of your 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 and your kids sort of heroes in comic comics of today, and right. the wide variety of kind of stories that comics are telling now,
0: and you can you can chat with them and talk with them and get you totally know, your books signed.
1: Many of them, yeah, go to their go to their workshops, go to their yeah. sort of uh, drawing events, and just uh, enjoy. Just it's so fun and delightful. Where it's like these folks who are normally you know behind an art desk, uh, cranking out page after page and, and, uh, doing their thing. They're, they're available to you and, um, are really fun and, 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 and friendly and engaging. And it's, 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 it's it's it's, pretty amazing to, 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 um, to observe and participate and, uh, in. And participate in. So.
0: Um, I'll just throw out one additional note this year. Mm-hmm. They've already confirmed um, the guy who did the Lunch Lady graphic novel. Uh, novel, Jake, Jarrett. Jarrett. Krosaka. Kraska. Kraska. Okay. You can say yeah. it better than I do. Um, and he also um, is the illustrator of the Platypus Police Squad books. <laughs> and he did the most recent Star Wars Jedi Academy, which we love the Star Wars Jedi Academy books.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so he did the most recent one. so like he's going to be there this year.
1: That's awesome. And, and, uh, it, yes, if you are anywhere near Ann Arbor, Michigan on those days, it's, it's worth the journey to bring yourself, bring your family, and, and go to that. It's awesome.
0: Awesome. All right. That's my art pick. What do you got for science?
1: For science, I have, I have a project called Pink Trombone. Oh, my God. Why are you giggling?
0: I just I can't fathom what pink, trombo, pink trombone, uh-huh. project it does. <clears throat> what does the project do?
1: So uh, this is it, what I would call like an interactive um, science doodle, right? And it is a web page available at well d o o d a l right doodle slash pink trombone and um when you click through the sort of landing page you're interacting with a simulation of vocal cords and how essentially human speech works say what yeah so in a way you're you're um you're you're able to play the vocal capabilities as an instrument and it sounds pretty funny when you when you play, can you make play it play talk? It. Kinda. It it's difficult to like chain all the correct sounds together to make it actually like you know hand waving to to speech synthesis, but it's not quite <clears throat> that easy. But I think you can do ba- some basic words. That's like, fascinating. Like yeah, yeah, and you know oh yeah. So it's m- vocal cords and,
0: and, and like the and like your mouth, like your tongue and your
1: mm-hmm. lips, tongue uh nasal
0: why is it named and, pink trombone
1: well i imagine it's it's thinking of the human voice as an instrument and that instrument is 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 flesh and it's pink
0: <laughs> i'm sorry that one cracks me up pink trombone everyone check it out
1: um it's really fun honestly like click around on it i doubt so I, I would be surprised. Please tweet at us if, if, if you're like, you know what? I was there for two seconds. whole hum. There's no, I, I'm thinking there's no way. You're going to be there for at least a couple minutes playing around.
0: This disembodied mouth shows you how to manipulate. You can manipulate to form sounds. Mm-hmm. All right. In, it's an interactive articulatory speech synthesizer. Mm -hmm. easy for me to say yeah wow that's pretty cool
1: well there you go and that is my science pick and you know what it's even more fun get multiple people in the same room go to that (laughs) link and And try to annoy your friends goof around together you'll have like a chorus of uh, you'll have a pink trombone chorus
0: (laughs) I know the name still gets me yeah yeah all right All right, well, that wraps us up for today. We are the Art and Science Punks, coming to you each week with stories of art, science, and creativity, and sometimes struggles, success, and all that jazz and the work we do balancing our personal passions with work and family.
1: Art and Science Punks has a blog at artandsciencepunks.com. And on Twitter, we are ArtSciencePunks.
0: You can find our podcast feed at artsciencepunks.com. It's punks.fireside.fm or on iTunes or on iTunes is the words I'm trying to say. Thanks so much. And you can tweet me at Kate Stenzinger on Twitter.
1: And I am Rob Stenzinger on Twitter. Oh, shoot. It's time to do the book. challenge. We'll do that after.